Oh, welcome back. You know what kills me, man? What kills me is when I'm on a conference call with my team at work and someone will just randomly go off the screen and then come back with their dog and hold it right in front of the screen. Just hold it just like this right in front of the screen for you to get a full frontal load of your dog's jangalang hanging all over the place, all over my screen, unsolicited, your dog's wiener is all over my big laptop screen. And you just see, like, defeat in the dog's face, just like, oh, 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 this is why are you showing my dick to everybody, oh. That's the equivalent. It, okay, let's, let's, let's do this for a second. I live with a roommate, Giuseppe. Giuseppe is from Indonesia. He just got done taking a shower. I'm on a Zoom call with, with my whole team. I run up real quick before he can get out of the shower and dry himself off. I grab him under his armpits because he's a small man. He's a small man. He's 4'7", 4'8", and I grab him. I underhook him by his armpits, and I just carry him. I dangle him all the way over in front of my fucking camera and just dangle his wiener all in front of my camera. Oh, everyone, look. Look, it's Giuseppe. Oh, he's so cute. He's 49 years old. It's Giuseppe. That's, uh, <laughs> shit kills me, man. You're showing your dog's junk all over the place, dude. Like That's the only, and sometimes the head won't even be in the camera. It'll literally just be like their 45 nipples and their wiener, their golden retriever just hanging out all over the camera. <laughs> you know who you are. You know exactly who you are who does that. <laughs> Put some pants on the damn dog before you do that. There's there's children present, god damn it. <laughs> oh man. How's everyone doing today? Good? Good? Alright, that's how you know this episode is gonna be a banger when you start off like that. I'm I'm just chilling, man. It's another good day. Uh like being here with you guys, of course. Thank you for listening. Um, without you guys, I'll tell you every single time I come out without you guys, it's not possible. So thank you so much. I really mean that. Thank you so much for being here and listening. Uh, I'm forever grateful, forever grateful. And, uh, the comments and the nice notes you guys leave, that just keeps me going. So thank you so much for that. Um, where to start, right? Where to start? Um, why do most of us not enjoy working? I guess since we were on the topic of showing your dogs janglang on the Zoom conference at work, why do you think it is that most people don't enjoy work? I know this goes through everyone's head. If unless you are like so satisfied and happy with your job, I would say like most of the the normal people, the average Joe, average uh, Joliet don't enjoy working they would rather be doing something like a hobby than work right so what is it and i'm trying to think what i don't like about it i think one of the big factors i don't like about it is that i have to i have to question myself before i bring up some information to my boss Something that I normally wouldn't question myself about, but I have to worry about like the um 
how things like the order of operations, I guess. Like, I don't want to go over his head or I don't want to say something incriminating, I guess, when you're when like specifically talking about work. Like, it just makes me feel inferior, I guess. Like, I I like to think that I'm I'm pretty knowledgeable. I've gotten 34 years under my belt. I've made some pretty good decisions. And for the decisions that weren't good, I've paid the consequence, so I won't make those bad decisions again. I feel pretty knowledgeable. And I know that sometimes at work, if you were just to, like, do something without getting permission... Like, it can come back and haunt you. Even though you think that it would be correct. And it probably is correct. But because you did it without permission, like, that's the sole purpose of you getting in trouble is because you didn't ask for permission makes me feel completely inferior. As if we can't decide for ourselves. Someone knows best. Someone always knows best. Now, I do think it's a wonderful idea to collaborate and brainstorm with people. Of course. Of course, but that's not the that's not the sense you get when you're when it's you and a manager. Right? You have to like ask them permission before you do something. And I think that's one of the uh the hardest things, one of the biggest challenges for me to overcome when working in a corporate sen- corporate setting. That and the way that you have to dress. That's always been a killer for me. That you have, like, I, I'm not allowed to wear a hoodie under my, my polo or like a long sleeve shirt under my polo, or you can't have tattoos or like just stuff like that, man. Stuff like that kind of bothers me. Um, and just the, the constant, the constant pressure and stress that you want to do a good job. And you know that in the blink of an eye, like in a split second, if your corporation's stock price went down and it was time to like start making some cuts, like they have no issue doing that. Like the average worker will will work like their life depends on it because it does. But when it comes to to making cuts and to to get like that bottom line for a corporation to get that bottom line up a little bit and be a little bit more profitable. Like companies have no issue just snipping you and letting you go. And I have a hard problem with that. I I think what's that saying, man? Um, ignorance is bliss. I think there's a lot of ignorant people in the corporate world. Because they don't think these things. I think they, they actually believe that when a corporation says you're family, they take that to heart or something. But if you act like, and I don't want to make this podcast about like corporations and how terrible they are because they've been good for me. This one that I'm working at right now has been wonderful to me. Wonderful. But. I've had some really shitty experiences in the past that kind of tainted how I see how corporations run and how how they're just so quick to to let you go and some 
some people are just robotic when it comes to these corporations. Just buy the book and they see you as a number, not as a, another individual. And that kind of trips me out, man. It trips me out how some people are just able to bypass the the human connection simply to protect the the corporation like the brand name the emblem to protect that and it's just so wild to me those things like why why i understand it's good like trust me man i love a good work ethic i think people should work i think people should get nitty and gritty man i think it teaches you so much i think you become a a better person i think you continue to grow when you work like that like when you do when you do tough work but i just hate the fact that it could all be over in an instant and you're willing to to go through so much stress and like deteriorate your family and like you take out the stresses of work on your family like the people that are going to be there for you forever like your kids you know I guess your your wife too. Like if you have kids, she'll probably always be in your life, or your husband, they'll always be in your life. I just wish it was. I just wish there was a different method, man. Because we we feel like we're slaves to money. There's no doubt about it. You need money to live, and people find themselves in a weird situation. Weird situation. Like when you get in over your head, man, like because then all of a sudden you start getting credit. If you have a good credit score, you can start buying things with money that you do not have. And that just seems like that seems wild to me, man, that you can buy things that you you don't have the money for. So what happens if you lose that job and now you have credit cards that are like maxed out at 30K or whatever? Insert your variable. Why is that a thing? Good lord. That can go that can go bad pretty fast. What would make you happy, man? What would make you most happy? Sure, some people will say working at a corporation. Not not a lot. Some cuz th- there's that job security. But what is it? What would make you happy? I think that's kind of what we're all striving for. And I think the youth see like 30, 40, 50 year olds are like, man, I can't wait to be like that because they got their shit in order. They got their shit checked off. Like they they look like they're they're in a good spot and they have job security, probably got a bunch of money in the bank and they're just chilling. They're on autopilot. It's not true. It's not true for me, however. I mean, when I was young, man, when I was young, I always had a tough time working for people. Always. I don't know what that is. My dad owns his own business. Maybe it comes from him. But him and I both had like a an issue with authority. And it's weird to say that because he was in the Marines. Maybe that's what did it to him. 
<laughs> just getting drilled day in and day out, no homo, by uh by instructors, just nonstop. And when you work for somebody, it just kind of kills your ideas, right? Because you're always trying to do what's best for the the company, what's best for what's best for them. And there's a lot of politics in jobs too, which I also hate. So now it's like you have to watch out for people who would happily go behind your back and rat you out just to get ahead in in the company. Humans are some weird things, man, right? That's a huge that's a that's a weird way of living. Brown nosing, sucking up to people, going behind people's back, little Janice going behind your back to say that you weren't you weren't at your desk during lunch and you took a an hour and fifteen minute lunch. You weren't there. Where 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 have you been? He's in his car. He's in his car listening to music. Like people do that. Janice, you son of a bitch. Janice, we see you. Just ratting out people. But those type of people have been around the whole time. It's not just the corporations that make those people. Those people have been around since day one, right? You're in daycare and little baby Janice is is telling on you because you took a toy out of the the toy bin that was off limits for for 10 minutes. You're not supposed to go in there. You're not supposed to go in there. I'm telling on you. Why do people got to make it so hard, man? We're all the same fucking species, dude. Like we're we're all in this together. Why do you have to rat on people? Why do you have to be a narc? Just talk to me. Just talk to me. Don't go behind my back. Just talk to me. That's such a pussy move to go behind someone's back and tattle on someone and then just stand there behind the boss like, yeah, I told you. My t- <laughs> Let's get him. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not saying it happened to me recently, but it's happened to me recently. I guess that's another reason why, right? It's just, you don't know who you're going to be working aside with when you, when you work for these major corporations, 5,000 plus people, 10,000 plus people. And sometimes you're just like, how the fuck did you pass the interview process? How did you pass that interview process? Mark, what do you see in Janice? What the hell do you see that I don't see? This person sucks. Janice with her fucking fish fry every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then tuna salad on Friday. You smell like shit, Janice. No one wants to be your friend, Janice. Work from home was a blessing. I don't I don't think I work with anyone named Janice. Maybe I do. I probably do. That's a common name. That's a common corporate name. No offense to Janice out there. I'm sure you're a wonderful wonderful person. My bad. We'll we'll change the name up if we continue this. But I don't know, man. 
what would make you happy? I think for me, being able to spend time with my family, and that's what this job has been able to to give me because I work remotely and I'm able, I work on a, uh, on a quota. So every quarter I have to produce a certain number and there's not too much micromanagement. I'm, on my side, on my team. So that's, that's a blessing. As long as you hit your numbers and shit, you're good. So I have a lot of time to spend with my family, but there is that stressor, right? Of like when the end of the quarter comes, you better make sure all your ducks are in a row. And sometimes you feel things starting to tighten up a little bit. And when, when things tighten up a little bit at work, like that affects your, your overall mentality, your overall production as a human not at work but like as a human like what you do like working out eating you know spending time with friends going out like it can put you into a depression so it's a very slippery slope we we if we can we have to like find a job that we embrace that we want to do and i i know it's so fucking hard to do man i know that it's so hard to find but they exist and if they don't exist maybe you can try to make it exist I don't know, just, I mean, it's going to take a fuckload of work. It's going to take a lot of work. And sometimes that sacrifice doesn't pay off. But if it does, man, you're a goddamn hero. You're a goddamn hero. And, I mean, what's five years on the grand scale of things? You know, what's five years of you working double shifts you know, you work your full-time job, and then when you get off, you're you're putting your energy and efforts into this this company you're trying to to launch that will ultimately make you happy. If you can get this going and you can make a profit off of it and you're able to do that, something you love day in and day out, that's life, baby. That's fucking life. That's how life is supposed to be. So, personally speaking, man, that's what I'm striving for. I want this podcast to to be able to eventually pay me. I love it so much. I love this so much. And I wish it was able to to pay some bills and pay a living. I have made zero dollars and zero cents and I'm on season six. But I'm trying, man. We'll figure it out. I love this. I love this so much. So if if I can find out a way to make a profit, dude, I, you, that's life for me. And I didn't know that's what I wanted. I did not know that. You know, and maybe some people out there haven't haven't done what, what they're supposed to do yet. You know, you have to you have to be willing to take risks. Just take the risks, man. What do you call home? What is home? Home is home is a place where people know when you're gone. That's where home is. And with this, I feel like if I stopped doing podcasts, some people would know that I'm I'm gone, that I'm not doing podcasts anymore. And that's how you know you're home. So I don't know. We'll keep it short. We'll keep it short, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I love you guys so much. As always, man, the curiosity chamber at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up, 
847-219-2714 if you want to hit up the hotline, leave a message, tell me your thoughts on uh, corporations, your job, how you feel, or fuck it, man, anything, anything really. Um, Damn, I appreciate you guys. And uh, have a good work day. Pack your lunch. Don't bring tuna salad, all right? Don't do don't do fish fries. Don't bring fish sticks if you still go into the office. Nothing fish related or eggs or eggs. Don't be a Janice. Okay? Don't be a Janice. Everyone have a good night. Love you guys. Peace out. Bye-bye. This podcast is unofficially sponsored by Liquid Death. It's water.